you need motivation and inspiration to get you off the couch and boss up? We've got you covered. Welcome to the Build or Destroy podcast. Self-improvement, education, business, relationships, financial literacy, investing, and doing for self. Let's do this. Here's your host, Anthony Barber Jr., a.k.a. The Builder. What's up, good people? It's your boy, The Builder, back with another episode of The Builder Destroy Podcast. And in this episode, uh, I wanted to get into something that that I've been researching the last couple months, just keeping an eye on. But I think it's going to be a real big uh, catalyst, market catalyst, if you will, um, moving forward in uh, 2023. And that's going to be uh, the platform upstream. So let's get into it. Now, when it comes to upstream, right, this is something that I've been, you know, talking about a lot um, on my Twitter, like the last two years since uh, 2020, 2021. And that's uh, the cashless society. That's uh, the digitization or the tokenization of assets, basically putting putting everything that we know from Web two, which is like you know, um, brick and mortar businesses, um, e commerce, you know, things of that nature, you know, food food trucks, uh, merch, uh, you know, everything from you know, like I said, from consumables to merch to clothing to you know services you know and now we're getting into like the digitalization which is like nfts you know um musicians and um, musical artists making their uh, whole albums into nfts um tied to the blockchain uh that can be bought and sold and traded you know multiple times over giving that artist a, a pretty much an infinite royalty um that they can eat off of thus cutting out the um the middleman or uh major labels you know they don't have to necessarily be a slave to major labels or anything like that you know you literally can can put your art on the blockchain and let the people decide if they fuck with it or not right it's always kind of open source like that you know even though it's you know it's still centralized and stuff like that in a manner of speaking that being said though um what does it have to do with upstream well upstream is basically just that it's the digitalization of of a lot of things you know um via the blockchain um using you know uh, using the ethereum blockchain so upstream is basically it's a revolutionary exchange and trading app for digital securities um according to their website says uh they aim to unlock the liquidity for investors of all levels on our intuitive app-based market. Under the hood, Upstream introduces what we believe to be the future of trading, featuring some of the highest levels of transparency, accessibility, and investor protections enforced using Ethereum blockchain technology. 
These innovations include direct access to our exchange on the upstream app, best bids and offers displayed on the public order book and prevented and, and, and prevented predatory market practices like short selling. So by having everything on, on the blockchain, like everybody in the crypto market knows and, you know, for years and everybody that's a crypto nerd and, you know, people that, you know, participate in, in you know, in the blockchain space and the Web3 space and all that stuff. What we know is that, you know, blockchain technology, one thing that it does, the most powerful thing, in my opinion, that it does is it provides transparency because everything is, is can be tracked on the blockchain. Everything It's a ledger. So everything is like. It's all right there, you know, you know who sold what to who on what date for how much at what time. Right. Like there's no question like like this, this basically this platform. If it does what it it sets out to do, in my opinion, is going to cause a big tidal wave and a big shift in the whole financial market, which I think is kind of warranted at, at this point in time. Right. Like. If you if you've been in the market for a while, you can kind of feel a shift coming. Even if you're not really, you know, on the up and up with everything, everything is just like it, it feels like a shift is coming, like something big is is coming. You know what I'm saying? It's like a calm before the storm. Like we're in the bear market, which is basically a resetting because, you know, bear, bear cycles have to happen. And the reason why bear cycles have to happen is because companies need to revamp, they need to retool, they need to, uh, you know, the, the next generation of companies need to emerge. A lot of the old legacy dinosaur companies need to either evolve into like bigger, ferocious dinosaurs, or they get, or they get eaten by the new, the new shit that pops up. You know, uh, the new predators. You know, the new apex predators. You know. The new companies, you know, things of that nature. Innovation, innovation kills. It, it, it kills things, but it builds things. You know, it, it, it destroys things, but it builds things at the same time. That's what uh, bear cycles provide. It provides a window of opportunity for innovation and for early investment in said innovation. Like this is bear. That's why bear markets aren't necessarily a bad thing. You just have to be ready for them when they inevitably occur. But I digress. Um, but basically, this platform upstream, what it's going to do is it's going to provide, you know, exit liquidity, you know, um, trans, like I said, transparency, uh, openness, you know, everything's going to be transparent on the order book, you know, so you're going to so you're going to be able to see everything. It's going to be disclosed, you know, all these uh, dark pools and all these uh, naked shorts and things of that nature. You know, all of that stuff is going to get hit right in the right in the teeth. You know what I'm saying? Like things are going to really be in the upheaval for those types of things. You know, um, so this little background: M M R M E R J Exchange Limited began in 2011 um, as an operator of the national securities market for the public of Seychelles. The exchange was born as a part of the IMF-backed economic reform program to diversify the country's economy in the wake of the global financial crisis in 2009. The group operates an integrated end-to-end set of market infrastructure combining a full-status stock exchange, 
a clearing and settlement system and depository facility. This enables uh, MERJ to offer a complete suite of, of securities market services, including listing, trading, clearing, settling, and registry services. Has worked hand in hand with government regulators as well as international agencies to ensure the market meets the highest global standards. Uh, it's, it's, it's also an affiliate of the World Federation of Exchanges and was identified in 2019 and 2020 as one of the fastest growing stock markets globally. So this is literally a market onto itself if you really want to, you know, break it down. Like if you really want to break it down, like it's going to literally revolutionize things. It's going to leverage um, blockchain, which puts everything on chain. So it's going to be transparent. You know, I said no more, no more BS, you know, um, from market makers and manipulation and shit like that. You're going to like, let, let, let me back up a little bit. You still might deal with some market uh, manipulation because, you know, like I said, he who holds the gold makes the rules. In other words, like you, you know, re retail still has to battle it out with Wales, Wall Street, investment bankers, venture capitalists, um, uh, dark pools, you know, uh, old money, oil money, you know, uh, you know, short sellers with a lot of bankroll, you know, that, you know, because you have just you have some people that invest that are angel investors and they're over, they might be overall bullish on the company and they invest for the long term. You know, they, they're they're investing for growth. Some people are just permanent short sellers like they 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 get off on making money because let's be real. Ninety about 90 percent of companies fail like that. Like that's like like 90 percent of companies 70 to 90 percent of companies that that are businesses that start have a have a failure rate after about seven years none of them last beyond seven years like it's a business is very tough you know to really you know get over that seven year hump you know that it's very tough so like if you know this about business just business in general and stock market you're investing in businesses then one could easily be swayed to invest or trade or play the market a certain way based on that simple um analogy you know people will look at the market and say well shit, 70 to 90 percent of these companies are going to be trash in the next couple years anyway they're going to fail yeah this idea might sound cool at the time it might sound revolutionary at the time it might have a lot of hype behind it at the time yada 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 but overall i think it's going to be a bust I think it sucks. I don't I don't understand it. Therefore, I'm going to short it into oblivion and crush it and make a lot of money by pushing it down, by making it go down, by betting against it. You know what I'm saying? Like that's basically what the shorts are doing. So and since the markets are are like super I'm not gonna say super regulated, they're regulated, but when I when I use the term regulation or regulated, I wanna look at it, I'm looking at it in terms of like it's not like crypto. I believe the whole notion of the crypto market, the way it sits right now on a global, on a global scale, and for the last you know ten years plus, has been kind of a priming mechanism. It's been, it's been conditioning humans to trade a certain way, to invest a certain way, 
has been getting people used to the idea of, of a 24-hour trading market. Because let's just be real, like Forex traders, right? Foreign exchange traders, like it's only a, it's only a handful of people that really trade Forex compared to like people that train trade on the big exchanges, like or the big uh, markets, I should say, the big markets. You know what I'm saying? Forex is kind of like a like a like a bazaar. It's like one of those open markets in like uh, Cairo, Egypt or something. And like, you know, it's like a Silk Road type of thing. Like only a few people go there. Only a few people venture there because the market is, you know, it's a 24 hour market. It's super liquid. It's it's very fast. It's, it's very, it, um, it's not difficult, but it's, it's very fast to trade Forex. Like the shit could change, go up and go down like wild movements like it's, I mean, it's, it's really, it's a high impact, high paced type of uh, market to play in, in Forex. You can lose your ass in Forex. You can make a lot of money too, but it's like a lot of people just don't venture there. It's like I said, it's like the Silk Road and you know, you got like uh, the NASDAQ and you know, like I said, the US markets, the, you know, the, the Mexican markets, the Australian markets, the German markets, the European markets, like these are like I look at these like malls or strip malls or things of that nature, like like mainstream things that people know about, like big epicenters where people go and shop for their goods and or companies, you know, for the sake of this argument. Like that's what that's what those are. You know what I'm saying? Like those are that's that's what the big stuff is. But like Forex is like all day, every day, just like crypto. Crypto is like a own um, like an offshoot of Forex. You know, it's a little bit more easier to understand. Um, so people, you know, therefore people, you know, play in crypto a lot more than they do Forex. You know, like you have people that, you know, I think I would, I would probably say you have a lot more people adopted to the, the, the crypto trading aspect than they do, than they would ever play Forex. That being said, you have a lot of people in the stock market that don't trade crypto. They say crypto is like highly volatile, which it can be because it's open 24 seven. It's like, it's just like Forex. It can have really bullish moves. It could have really crazy crashes, right? It's, I mean, cause it's a lot of liquidity, super amount, high amounts of liquidity and everybody can participate in it on a global scale. You know what I'm saying? It's like you're, it's not just American money. It's not just Chinese money. It's not just, uh, you know, Indian money. It's not just European money. It's not just South American money. It's not just Canadian money. You know, it's not just Russian money. It's like everybody's in the on the globe can participate in crypto, just like Forex. What does that have to do with upstream? Upstream is basically going to be like the next gen version of forex and crypto and the stock market and the nft market combined it's going to be the same it's going to be all those things wrapped up into one package so you're going to be able to you know trade nfts buy nfts sell nfts buy and trade crypto buy and trade securities uh invest in um in startups that aren't even companies yet technically just like an idea like a, like somebody wants to have a skateboard company or something or a, a solar panel company like you know what i'm saying like you like you could 
it, it'll be like a um a crowdfund it's a crowdfunding webs um web platform also for crowdfunding you can do crowdfunding on there um for unique products and unique business ideas uh ipos like you can you can invest early in ipos there SPACs, you know things of that nature like it's it's a it's a it's, a, it's like a big ass auction house almost slash exchange where like everything everybody is going to basically bring everybody into one location you know it's like it's like a mega mall that's what it is it's like a mega mall where like it has stores and restaurants and all types of cool shit in there for everybody to get something out of the deal you know that's kind of like how i look at upstream now when it comes to like the OTC, for example, right? A lot of people are kind of, I think a lot of people are kind of sleeping on this upstream deal. A lot of people are aware of it. They're starting to become more up, more aware of it. But there's been a handful of companies that have been like putting out news, like damn near back to back about moving over into um, doing a dual listing on upstream. Because the thing about upstream, like I said, it, think of it like forex or crypto it's open 24 hours a day it opens up the globe to invest in your company the globe it's not just oh when the market opens at 9 30 or 8 30 or whatever time zone you in and then it's only open from 8 30 to 3 or from you know 9 30 to 4 or whatever you know in america you know in the u.s or whatever and then that's it you got to wait till the next day to try to buy pre-market and and then you know, and, and play these weird games and shit. Like imagine if the stock market never closed. Imagine if the stock market never closed. Just like wrap your head around that for me. Like imagine if like essentially the stock market never closed. It was always open. And and you could go to a platform um like upstream and participate in that so like you might have shares in xyz company on fidelity or e-trade and then you could go to upstream and still trade that security like it wouldn't be like it wouldn't be like market closed type shit like it'd be it'd be always open it'd be always popping like you always would be able to buy more shares or sell shares you'd be able to sell your shares at like 3 a.m in the morning like you might buy your shares at like eight o'clock that morning and then swing trade it. You 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 can swing trade it. Imagine being able to swing trade a company from 8 a.m. to 3 a.m. 8 a.m. that morning all the way to 3 a.m. the next morning. And then you can make your you can make your sale because so much so much money from outside investors came and invested in, in said company. You know what I'm saying? And that's what brings me to like when I be talking about how America, I don't think America isn't going to be, isn't going, to be going through a, a recession necessarily. We're going to be going through a hyperinflation slash stagflation and stagflation basically means we're not going to really have a lot of growth. But that means that we're not going to have a lot of internal growth, like meaning that our own government, our own like in-house, we're not going to have a lot of in-house growth. But that doesn't stop 
the U.S. from experiencing growth from outside sources either, though, because everybody still is going to want our dollars because America, you know, contrary to popular belief, you know, the U.S. United States is still one of the most uh, stable countries, you know, as far as governments go. Like we're still, even though with all of our problems, in my just in my opinion, even with all of our problems and all our issues, like we're still one of the, if not the most stable country um on the planet still so a lot of people are going to want to park their money um from their from their failing governments because a lot of governments are about to go bankrupt man like europe is talking about a digital euro you have all these other nations um jumping on the cbdc band bandwagon to try to like digitize their currency because they're bought they have to reset their system and go and go digital because I mean, it's the bottom's falling out. They gotta like basically flip the switch off and be like, all right. And when when, we, when they cut the switch back on, it's gonna be like, all right, here's the new currency, guys, and this is what it looks like. And then they can control price fluctuation and things like that by making it a stable coin. Um, that being said, like I said, all these companies, we have all these OTC companies that are going for dual listing on upstream. Uh, first company that I came across was a quad m solutions uh they announced an application for dual listing on upstream october 31st 2020 uh according to the press release it says um quad m solutions ticker symbol uh mm is a staffing company providing modern day healthcare solution benefits today announced it has begun the application process to dual list its shares on upstream the next generation trading app for digital securities and NFT powered by Horizon Fintechs, um, i.e. Horizon and MERJ Exchange Limited. Uh, the planned dual listing on Upstream is designed to provide Quad M with the opportunity to access global digital first investor base that can trade using USDC digital currency along with credit, debit, PayPal and regular USD fiat, unlocking liquidity and enhancing price discovery while globalizing the opportunity to invest in OTC listed Quad M. It's a it's a pink sheet. It's not an OTC QX or OTC QB. You know how big that is? Like, do you know how you know what that means? That means like pink sheets that go do that that dual list. You know have, can have access to the same opportunity where now global they, they become a globally traded company overnight like you don't have to you don't have to get in bed with venture capitalists anymore you don't have to suck the teat of wall street anymore you don't have to jump through all these weirdo hoops anymore to try to go to to, to the new york stock exchange to try to like uplist to the the um the nasdaq if you don't want to like if you still have intentions to you know because because you know some credibility comes with that i, I still believe and, and you know you have more eyes on you etc cetera, etc cetera, whatever but for a startup for a company that needs you know liquidity that that wants liquidity that wants more eyes on it that's just not getting seen uh by a lot of people or or by as many people as it wants to be seen because then they you know at the end of the day these companies want people to invest in them their startups, you know, they, 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 you know, they need investors and having a platform like Upstream, you know, it creates a, a really big window of opportunity because 
Now they don't have to wait for, you know, OTC investors to talk about it on Reddit or to talk about it on Twitter or to talk about it on Telegram or to talk about it on uh, stock twits or, you know, in some room or something like Discord or something like that. They, they don't have to worry about having that, having those things as a crutch. They don't have to worry about having bloggers blog about it necessarily to get to get the buzz going. They don't have to worry about that. They can literally put their, their press releases out and then all that other stuff is going to happen anyway. You know, uh, especially in OTC, people are going to find it and talk about it and tweet about it and, and, and blog about it, you know, here and there. But like I said, but now you have the globe looking for it, looking for companies that, you know, that that do certain things or, or that, that look promising. And they're like, hey, I don't mind parking my money, you know, in this in this startup right here. They might become something and they'll and they'll push that stock up to new levels where like, you know, the U.S. market, they don't have to depend on the U.S. market to do nothing. They can, they now everybody can participate. Everybody, the whole globe can participate. The next company was a uh, IQST. IQ still uh uh, they announced the application for dual listing on Upstream November 7th, 2022. Uh, says um, IQ a rapidly growing global telecommunications firm, diversifying and expanding array of innovative products and services through its four operating divisions, telecom, fintech, blockchain, and EV, electric vehicles. Today announced that it has begun the application process to dual list its shares on Upstream, a revolutionary trading app for digital securities and NFT powered by Horizon Fintechs and MR, uh, MERJ Exchange Limited. So, same, and it, and it gives the same thing. Plan duals, the plan dual listing on Upstream is designed to provide IQSTEL the opportunity to access global digital first investor base that can trade USDC digital currency along with credit, debit, PayPal, USD, unlocking liquidity and enhancing price discovery. Like I said, price discovery and liquidity while globalizing the opportunity to invest in the OTCQX IQ step. Like, so they're on the OTQX, you know what I'm saying? Quad M is just a pink current and they're and they're going for dual listing. Uh, IQST, they're on uh, OTCQX, they're going for dual listing. So, I mean, this is big, man. Um, they're encouraging shareholders, obviously, to learn more about Upstream in order to fully appreciate the value of the dual listing. So they're 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 telling their shareholders, hey, this is happening. We're going we're going for application. We're going for um, dual listing. The next company I found uh, is uh, Galaxy Holdings, uh, ticker symbol uh, GXXY. Um, they're OTC Pink. Uh, based out of California. They uh, put this press release out uh, November 16th. That was uh, that was last week. They put the press release out last week. Said they announced today that following a recent board meeting, the directors of the company authorized management to pursue a dual listing on what? Upstream. Uh, exciting new digital exchange platform that offers up and, uh, and coming up and coming companies access to global investors. Upstream is a MERJ exchange market and affiliated of an affiliate of the World Federation of Exchanges. Like, <laughs> bro, that's a lot of OTC companies. Like, 
company. See what I'm saying? This isn't like, oh, it's just a NASDAQ company. It's like, I just rattled off three OTC companies that put in applications for this exchange. And Galaxy is uh, trading at eight cent. Like imagine when they get like more eyes on them. Like, you know how the OTC go, man. All of these, all only thing, the thing that pushes OTC the most is what? Liquidity, money. People, people putting money in, people taking money out, people coming in, hype, the narrative, the story, the background, you know, the flow, all that stuff matters. But like, like eyes, these companies need eyes on them. They need eyes on them. Just like crypto. How many times have you seen some, some bullshit crypto uh, coin or token pump out of nowhere in the middle of the night? Like you'll wake up the next morning and it's like, oh yeah, um, Lawn chair coin uh, ran 10,000% yesterday from uh, eight zeros. It, it, it knocked down six zeros last night or some weird shit. Like, and it's like, who the fuck was buying this coin? Like, and it's like, oh yeah, uh, the the Indian market and, and the African markets and the, the Chinese markets uh, pushed it higher. And, and they, and it's like, bro, like, cause it's, it's global. It's like Forex. While you were sleeping, people were waking up and trading it. Like that's how it's going to be. That's how it's going to be. Like you're not. It's not going. You're not going to be able to time. The market isn't going to be timed the same way. You're still going to have your indicators. You're still going to have your RSI. You're still going to have all that stuff that plays a role. But all these, all these chart, the chart dynamics are going to change slightly. You know, it's not going to be as predictable. You're not gonna be able to use the same techniques necessarily. Not necessarily, in my opinion, moving forward. Um, another company that put a, a press release out um, on the 21st. That was just the other day. That was a few days ago. Uh, created. Um, let me see. Yeah, they're going for dual listing. Yep, company uh, to hold 2020 shareholders meeting January 9th, 2023 at 2 p.m. Shareholders of record as of Friday, November 18th are entitled to notice of a vote and meeting. Um, it says, um, da, da, da. let me see. All shareholders of record as of close of business, November 18th, 2020 are entitled to notice of and to vote at the annual meeting. In addition, the annual meeting will include a presentation from uh, Created's founder, founder and chairman reviewing the company's plans for the OG Collection Incorporated Media Library, as well as provide an update on its dual listing strategy and plans for listing its shares on Upstream, the blockchain power security exchange previously announced. So like, this is another company that's, um, that's going. And they're um they're on the uh, the NICE as uh, ticker symbol CRTD. You know they trading on the, on the New York Stock Exchange right now. This is a company that's that's not even OTC. They're on the New York Stock Exchange. Found another company, uh, Jupiter Wellness. Um, they put a press release out November seventh, twenty twenty. 
says um, Jupiter Wellness Incorporated, ticker symbol JUPW. They trade on the NASDAQ. Uh, announces plans to transfer and spin off 40% of the company's wholly owned subsidiary caring brands by way of dividend in the form of digital securities to Jupiter Wellness shareholders. With a record date to occur in late November, the company will maintain 60%. The spinoff transaction will be subject to various conditions, including caring brands meeting the qualification for future listing on the blockchain security exchange upstream. So their spinoff company that they're doing the um, the spinoff, they're going on upstream. The company that the other company that they own, so they're 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 doing a dual listing on upstream. Says the plan dual listing on upstream is designed to provide caring brands the opportunity to access global digital first investor base that can be that can trade using USDC credit cards, debit cards, PayPal, USD, unlocking liquidity, enhancing price discovery while globalizing opportunity to invest. Like that's at least one, two, three, four, five, almost uh, like five companies that I just that I just found. Just by doing some quick DD and, and trying to um, look around, I mean it, it's it's crazy. Like this 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 whole thing with upstream, it's 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 a pretty gnarly situation when you uh when you break it down because like it's going to be used twenty twenty three. Get your mind right. Like this, that's what this episode is really about. I'm trying to put information out here. I'm, I'm pounding the table on this shit, man. Like, I'm, I don't do this shit to sound cool. I don't do this shit to like try to be bigger than nobody else. I really don't, man. Like, I really want to help people because like I feel like the more people I help, uh, I believe in karma. So like that karma is gonna come back around and see me and knock on my door. So like I just try to like prepare people, give people tools and weapons and information and and shit that they might not just be thinking about, man. A lot of people not thinking about it. It's the holiday season, you know what I'm saying? Uh, inflation is high, people got bills, you know, people that have been trading, they got wrecked in this bear market. It, 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 like, I'm surprised it caught so many people off guard, but it did, it caught a lot of people off guard, man. A lot of people didn't pivot uh, fast enough. A lot of people didn't pivot at all. Uh, a few people did, you know. Um, that being said though, it's about to be a new day. It's about to be a new way of doing things, man. And like platforms like Upstream, that they're putting it in your face. And I'm gonna put links uh, in my uh, under the episode that you can, you know, click on and learn more about Upstream. But I just wanted to put this out here real quick, man. You know, I wasn't trying to go on too long, but on a rant or anything. But like, you're gonna start seeing more and more OTC companies, more and more big board companies, in my opinion do dual listings like this is going to be a thing like everything's going digital everything you know everything going digital from your food trucks to buying groceries at walmart to how you trade your stocks like you know it's going to be you're going to be buying it digitally you know nfts everything like the tokenization of assets tokenization of real estate like i talked about in my other episodes uh using platforms uh, like lofty AI, you know what I'm saying, which is a uh, built on Algorand blockchain. Like a lot of things are going to be 
you know, blockchain based, you know, get used to it. Like you got to You got to kind of get with the times, man. Like, don't get caught up in the muddy undertow. Like, please don't. But it's your boy. Let me know what you think about the episode. Get at me on Twitter. Get at me on all my social medias. You know, how let me talk to me. I do talk back. You know what I'm saying? I'm uh, I'm pretty receptive. So you know, let me know what you think about the episode. It's part one. I'm going to go into more detail on part two. Peace. Thanks for listening to the Build or Destroy podcast with your host, Anthony Barber Jr., a.k.a. The Builder. We hope you enjoyed our deep dive into all the tips and tricks you can use to boss your life up. If you're interested in expanding your mind and reaching your definition of freedom and how these ideas and views can be applied in the real world, tap in with us next week. As always, you can head over to www.builderslsb.com to cop some motivation, dope merch, and sign up to our email list. And don't forget to check out all the links and resources in the show notes. That's all for this episode, folks. And as always, boss up instead of laying down.